Do you know which is the fastest growing programming language in the world? The one which is the most flexible, reliable and capable programming language and one which plays a major role in web development, GUI programming, big data, machine learning as well as custom enterprise solutions. You're You're right, right. it's It's Python. Python. It's easy to use with strong performance and a wide range of applications. For future coders like you, Viva Coder Dubai has launched the certified entry-level Python Programmer Certification Training Course. And the good news is you don't require any experience in computer programming. By joining the course, you'll be trained and ready for the PCEP Certification Examination. Enroll now. For more information, visit www.vivacoder.com. That's www.vivacoder.com. The The starting starting place to become a future coder. coder. The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories and tips from master entrepreneur Silish Dash. Essential listening for all SMEs, startups and entrepreneurs. Welcome to episode 12 of the Entrepreneurial Dash podcast series featuring master entrepreneur Shilas Dash. My name is Phil Blizzard and we're going to start off with a welcome. How are you doing this time? Great, Phil. It's good to be with you. Uh, we are going to be discussing today a very important topic. It's one of the hottest topics in these days and that is because it is indeed a very important growth engine for new ideas, new technological developments and new ventures for any part of the world. But today here we will discuss about venture capital in the Gulf in particular. Before we start, it would be very nice to remind our listeners to like and subscribe our channel. And of course, the podcast is available on Apple, Google, Amazon, Spotify, so many other platforms as well. So do share, share the links with your colleagues and friends. Let's boost our community because we've got a lot to offer. And this time, as Charlie said, venture capital in the Gulf. Not the Gulf of Mexico or the Gulf of Thailand, but the region here in the Middle East and the Gulf country. So Charlie. To start off with your interpretation of what is meant by venture capital from as it is in this part of the world. Venture capital in common terms was defined as capital which went on to fund startups, those which had a long-term growth potential. I think it's uniquely American process which we have adopted, all of us, and one which basically combines risk capital with entrepreneurial management and advanced technology in order to produce or create new products, new companies, etc. Even though both venture capital and private equity, as per the modern era, dates back to just around the World War II, the venture capital industry as defined today, which talks mostly about technology-defined industry as per my understanding, began in the 1990s and moved fast with the start of the year 2000. Even though the semiconductor business which led to the start of venture capital industry and the formation of the first venture capital association in the US happened in the 1970s. So look at those times, a lot of the timeline there dates back to, as you say, World War II. So we're looking at uh, an era when a lot of entrepreneurs and startup uh, managers weren't even born, were they? So how does this timeline fit into the evolution of venture capital here in the Gulf? I actually refer to those timelines as a reference because our work in the Gulf on venture capital has only started in real sense approximately about 15, 20 years back. It takes years of development to build up the right ecosystem and one which is in a position to promote innovation and creativity. Of course, we have seen the venture capital industry broken down into various different groups such as angel investors, seed VC and super VC, etc. And then those are further broken down into discussions about incubators and accelerators. I'd also like to mention here that we're lucky to be in the UAE in the MENA region 
as it provides a perfect platform for the new ventures with an ecosystem which is developing well even though the developmental process is a continuous one. The Entrepreneurial Dash I think the success of countries or cities are easily distinguishable. We can look at Argentina and US, both of which got independence around the same time. And we can see the developments in both the countries since then. Then there are the historical cities like London, Rome, Madrid and Hong Kong, plus in recent times Silicon Valley. These all follow different routes to becoming the center of excellence that they are today. Their success also happened in different periods and even though they took different routes to achieve the same, they all have one common thread. And this thread was to invite skilled and quality manpower from around the world to live and thrive in those cities and which helped define the future development of those countries. So you talk there about the fact that these countries became successful due to various reasons including including influx of skilled manpower from around the world. So what can you say about the contribution of those persons born in those countries? Actually as Warren Buffett has said once that of the three most important factors behind his wealth creation were the following facts. One that he is lucky to be born in the US second to the compounding interest and thirdly some lucky genes. Now what I'd like to say here is we have so much information but the good thing about podcasts is that they're downloaded, you can go back, replay, listen to parts you're not too soon about. And I just want to go over what you just said there because Warren Buffett, what a character, what a person, what a professional when it comes to uh, finance and investment. And those three important factors, wow, behind his wealth creation was one was lucky to be born in the USA. What was the second one? The compounding interest. And then he so, said about himself, himself, born with some lucky genes. Now, have you got lucky genes? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I think uh, the part that I would like to cover here is the fact that, you know, uh, the, the place that he's born makes a lot of difference. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, uh, putting it in a simple way, I firmly believe your place of birth, work, does go a long way in determining your success. Taking that into account, in a simple way, I can confidently say that being born or working out of the UAE gives people a significant advantage in the MENA region. However, you do not be right to say everything is perfect as far as the development of the venture capital industry is concerned in UAE and GCC at large. While the governments have been trying to help through various initiatives, there needs to be more private initiatives which could make a difference. For example, more collaboration between the government agencies, entrepreneurs and investors would go a long way in creating the ideal eco-environment which would help in having a thriving private sector and growing economy. First and foremost, I must say having VAT was a right start for many GCC countries. But it is essential to point out that doing business in the GCC has many indirect costs, which budding entrepreneurs and startups might consider to be very high. Mm, indeed, and I know that from first-hand experience. Uh, those hidden or you know, indirect costs and direct costs can often come as a bit of a surprise for, for people starting up as an entrepreneur. So let's, um, let's elaborate a bit more on that aspect. First, the taxes. This might be actually a better way of increasing government revenues. Uh, those would actually need to be paid out by the businesses when the businesses starts making profit. Mm. But high costs at the start of a business could be deadly for a startup. Startup ventures need a lot of innovations and often need to try different ways of developing a successful idea, which might be perfected after many mistakes or corrections. So if the cost is high at the start of the business, it could become impossible for a young startup entrepreneur to dream of doing a new venture or to try and do something innovative. Another thing to consider is the space you run your business from. 
I think Gulf countries are some of the few places in the world where you have to set up a company, one would need to hire a physical space in order to be able to hire people. This is an additional cost on top of the high startup costs and those for running the company. The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories and tips from master entrepreneur Silish Dash. Yeah, a couple of things there which I can, you know, I'd like to sort of mention a few words about really. I mean, what you're saying, taxes, if governments were to introduce that after you've had your business running and you, you've got revenue coming in, you're making some profit, would help enormously. And the other thing about uh, this part of the world, and you've mentioned it there, I remember talking to uh, a company, Solar Power Company, based in Abu Dhabi, and the guy there, he's an entrepreneur of course, and he said, in most places around the world, and I think he had an American background, he said, we could start up in our garage, we could start up in our garage, and once we've got business coming in, then we move into a, a, a space which we would rent or, or buy, and uh, of course, you've mentioned that you can't do that here, so... Let's move on and look at now how important to the entrepreneur and the economy the venture capital ecosystem is. It's important to develop a very successful venture capital ecosystem to have a thriving economy of the future. This will lead to new technologies and successful new ventures. A lot has been done in the recent past to change that by the governments and private sectors in the region. Several incubators and accelerators have started working in the region, including the well-known international players. Technology development is making the assimilation of new methods of doing business, technology and product development much faster. That is why I am hopeful with the current 50-year plan of the government in UAE and similar ones being planned in other countries in the Gulf, that development of the technological infrastructure as well as the venture capital eco-environment would be very soon on par with that of anywhere else in the world. Yeah, those uh, 50-year plans, as you mentioned, and other plans in different countries, so important. So. From what you've been talking in this episode regarding very much what is an overview, because it's a, it's a broad subject, isn't it, venture capital in the Gulf, what would you like to highlight as a key takeaway for, for this episode? The Entrepreneurial Dash. Venture capital industry in the Gulf and MENA in general needs a lot more government and private sector support. Ease of regulation and minimal cost to set up and operate startups is a need of the hour and could go a long way in the development of much more entrepreneurial activity in the region. UAE and Saudi have been in the forefront of these activities and the current regulatory changes to attract foreign talent and entrepreneurs to set up base in these countries to help improve the eco-environments further for new ideas and new ventures. Wow, a lot of information there, Shailis. And of course, as we mentioned earlier, with podcasts, you can download and replay and listen again to uh, those key points from uh, our master entrepreneur. So, Shailis, looking forward to the next one, which I believe is going to be startups. That's correct. I think we're going to discuss as to what are the things that one needs to focus on while he's going through his own startup of new ventures and uh, things to look at. I, th I, think, I think that's a very important episode for us. And that will be in the next episode of The Entrepreneurial Dash. The Entrepreneurial Dash, essential listening for all SMEs, startups and entrepreneurs. We hope you enjoyed this episode and look forward to hearing from you. So do drop us an email with your views and thoughts. The email address is hello at phytrends.com, which is uh, spelled hello at p-h-i-t-r-e-n-d-s dot com. And as Charlie said earlier, please give the podcast a like and do subscribe to the channel. Podcasts are now available on Apple, Google, Spotify, Deezer and many other good podcast channels. The Entrepreneurial Dash. Insight, stories and tips from master entrepreneur Silish Dash. Do you know which is the fastest growing programming language in the world? 
one which is the most flexible, reliable and capable programming language and one which plays a major role in web development, GUI programming, big data, machine learning as well as custom enterprise solutions. You're You're right, right. it's It's Python. It's easy to use with strong performance and a wide range of applications. For future coders like you, Viva Coder Dubai has launched the certified entry-level Python Programmer Certification Training Course. And the good news is you don't require any experience in computer programming. By joining the course, you'll be trained and ready for the PCEP Certification Examination. Enroll now. For more information, visit www.vivacoder.com. That's www.vivacoder.com. The starting place to become a future coder.